a message that we're preaching now all over the country. If you heard it, if you heard it once, you don't have to listen again. But if you want to just listen with the rest of us, help yourself. And we're reading from Luke chapter 11. Would you stand with us, please, as we read together? And then we're going to re read in Romans chapter 8. If you want to open your Bible there and put your hands there in the Bible, and then we'll read there in just a moment. It's good to see all of you here. I'm rejoicing you preachers are here. And everyone that's here tonight, it's a joy to see you. It's a thrill to see you. You know that lady, bless my heart. She said, I've never lifted up my hand against God's men. Boy, that's a testimony, isn't it? Some folks today just seem like they get the biggest thrill in the world out of seeing what they can say or hear on God's man. Yes. Amen. That's right. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord tonight. I'm glad God bless your heart that God's looking down and knows. Amen. Amen. He knows the facts. Now, Luke chapter 11, verse 1. I want to tell you before I read, one day I was having my private devotion and I was reading this verse. And I was reading it wrong. I was reading it wrong. I was reading something into it that wasn't there. I'm going to read it. You read it with me silently, and I'll read it aloud. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. Now read with me in Romans chapter 8 and verse 26. Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groans which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Our Father, now we're grateful to Thee for the praises that we've heard ring out. The world tonight, God says, uh, we don't have a right to praise You. Lord, You've said, let everything that hath breath praise You. God, tonight I'm glad I'm one among that number that's got my name wrote down in the Lamb's Book of Life. God, I pray now you help me. Give me that liberty and that option, that anointing. God, let me preach. God, the very message that will help us all. And we'll thank you and praise you and bless you for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Now let me show you what I was reading into that verse that's not in there. I read it. I read it the first time and the Holy Ghost said, Stop it. You've read it wrong. And I read it again. The Holy Ghost said, Whoa! You've read it wrong. And a third time, the Holy Ghost stopped me and said, You read it wrong. And I said, Lord, what am I reading in there that oughtn't to be there? And here's what I was putting into that verse. In my mind, I was putting it in there. Where it said, Lord, teach us to pray. In my mind, I was saying, Lord, teach us how to pray. And that's not in there. It's simply saying, Lord, teach us to pray. Amen? To pray. I want you to see this now. First of all, I want to share with you what prayer is not. Prayer is not. Well, you said now prayer is constructed with a bunch of words. No, God bless your heart. Prayer is not always words. No, sir. You can say a bunch of words and still not be praying. Amen. Now, in the book of Romans chapter 8, the Bible tells me that I don't even know what to pray for. Amen. Well, you said praying is loud. It don't have to be. It don't have to be. Praying don't have to be words. Nor it don't have to be loud. And let me say this. A lot of folks said, well, 
You've got to be down on your knees to pray. And that's not so either. You can be walking around and still calling God. You can be standing straight up and still get a hold of God. Amen. Now I'm going to say something here. I want you to get this. The Bible does not say that man ought always to sing. It does not say that man ought always to preach. It does not say that man ought always to shout. But it does say that man ought always to pray. Amen. Show me a man that's not a praying man. And I'll show you a man that's not a preaching man. No preacher can ever preach until first he has got a hold Amen. Show me a Sunday school teacher that don't pray. And I'll show you a Sunday school teacher that ought to resign. Amen. Amen. You don't pray, you can't teach. You don't pray, you can't sing. You don't pray, you can't preach. You've got to stay with God. Let a man get in the pulpit, and I can take you to me before he's praying. Amen. Amen. He can sing, and I might not know that. But he can't preach without me finding that out. Because you can't preach till you pray. Amen. I want you to get this. Listen, the average church tonight. You know why God's blessed this bunch to death tonight? They've been praying around the clock. They've been praying around the clock. Listen to me right now. Somebody said, where do you hear the best praying at? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it with a loving spirit. But I don't believe you hear the best praying in the church. Don't believe that. I don't believe you hear the best prayer. Fact is, I believe you hear very little prayer. Yes, sir, but that's right. Most praying in the church is prayed for the benefit of somebody else's. Yeah. Amen. Most prayers in the church go like this. Our Father, we thank thee. God don't listen to that joke. If I was God, I wouldn't listen to it. Amen. I ain't got no listen to it. Amen. Yes, right, brother. Praying's not words. But God said, when you pray, go into that closet. Amen. And shut the door. And your Father, which cares in secret, he'll reward you over your heart. Pray when you get the job done. Amen. Hey, brother, let's go. Yeah. Pray or get the job done. Said, I want you to get in that closet. I want you to get in and I want you to shut the door. Teach us to pray. Where's the classroom at? You want to hear some good praying? You find that old fellow that's been sending up them little flowery-edged prayers at church. Let the ambulance back into this door. Yeah. Yeah, Let them load up a little girl, a little boy, or a wife, or a husband. Let them turn that red light on and head for the hospital. Yeah. You fall in behind that a car and drive up to the emergency room entrance. Jump out right quick. And let that doctor, as he examines the patient real quick, run out with a stethoscope around his neck and said, We've got to operate right away. And they roll that little girl out on a stretcher and head down the down the hall and, and you reach out and say, Now mama's right here. And daddy's right here with you. And we're gonna go with you. But suddenly you come to that door that goes into surgery that says no admittance. Right, brother. Now boy, you may not have been doing much praying up till then, but suddenly God bless your heart. I, out there in the hall where nurses and doctors and everybody's at. You'll get down on your knees and it won't be our father. I'll tell you right now, you'll get down to God. And God Almighty, you'll get rid of that too. A lot of prayers I hear in 
church. I done got a member. I've been here the same one from Georgia, North Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama, part of the Yeah. Why don't you just write up on a paper and lay it to the wall? God's already heard it for 40 years. Amen. Now, if you want to shout on this, that goes half off you. Go ahead. Now, this is the kind of preaching I was doing when they told me I didn't believe in spiritual worship. And, buddy, if you can't get spiritual on this, something's wrong in your hand. I believe praying will get the job done. I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I believe praying will get the job done. The Bible said, when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled was changed. Hallelujah. Never said when they sung or when they shouted. Never said anything like God said. Let's put that This is the very message I was preaching when they said I didn't believe in spiritual worship. They never have moved. I'm going to tell you, I believe we're short in the prayer department now. Yes, we are. Amen. 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 The Bible said in 2 Chronicles 7:14, He said, If my people are called my name, humble himself yeah. and sunny. Uh, no. Did I miss that, Did I miss that? Oh, I'll get it right this time. Yeah. I'm going to get it right this time. You watch. Let my people are called my name, humble himself and sunny. Hey, what are you saying? Did I miss that? You're on the right track. Never said that. He said, "If I be what you call my honey, I will humble him." He said, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. The Bible said, pray ye one for another. God said, pray for your enemies. God said, pray for them to despite please. Yes, Amen. Amen. Yes. See, we got this thing all backwards. Amen. A little bit of praying, a whole lot of preaching, a whole lot of shouting, a whole lot of singing, and a very little praying. Amen. Now, don't you go and tell me I don't believe in spiritual worship. I'm going to get her down and step right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. This bunch is chewing their fingernails off their elbows trying to figure out how they're going to get another. 
somebody walked up to that building the other day and said, How much do you owe us? My wife looked at him and said, No. No. Amen, brother. You let them in the building. We try to show folks around and they come. And I set the equipment that costs thousands of dollars. They looked it over and said, You owe all the listeners. And she said, No. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never heard nobody say no like my wife said, No. <laughs> Some of you are trying to work your own problems out. Yeah. And you got yourself in a mess. She tells me every time I see her, she's losing weight. <laughs> Mama, that's her heart. <laughs> but I went to sleep on many a night with Mama's prayers around in my Yeah. I watched her pray a bootlegging down to the throne of Amazing. Yeah. I watched her glory to God. Crosters on the table. Yeah. I watched her pray us out of valley after that. Yeah. Hey Amen. I yeah. watched her. My daddy was at the point of death. We couldn't have no money. Now, some of the neighbors 
got some doctors. We live at King to Georgia. Some of the neighbors got some doctors to come out and visit our house. They's going to pay the bill for the doctors to see my dad. He hadn't spoken days and days and days. We turned him in a sheet and wet his lips with a wash. I'm going to get tired of <laughs> Actually, I thought I'd get about that far from me. <laughs> when the doctors went in and looked at my daddy, me and Mama would stand out in the backyard and they'd come out. And I'm just a little old boy. And they said to Miss Blue, my mama, said, Miss Blue, we'd examined your husband. And according to our medical findings, He'll be dead in the morning. Mm. My mama said, Doctor, we ain't got no money to pay you. He said, That's all right. The bill's all in the They got started up there. One of them patted me on the head and said, Now, son, you're going to have to be burned. I noticed mama wasn't too shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they got in their big old pretty car and headed toward Cleveland. There's a broom safe field laid up on the side of the hill from our house just yeah. Mama said, boy, can you stay here? Yeah. Or let go. You stay here. Mama called through the bob wire fence. She went about as far as near the front door. That big old moon was rising over the mountains, shining like daylight. And all of a sudden, down that big safe field, yeah. Mama got down on her knees to Jeremiah 33. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God! And boy, that voice rung out against the side of the old man. Yeah! Oh, God! My husband's sick. Unto death. Lord, I need to have me raise my boys. And all of a sudden, I heard her go. Daddy hadn't spoken days. I say in days we had turned him in his sheet. But I walked back into the foot of my daddy's bed and he looked up at me and said, Boy, is that your mama the Tater trap. 
it can be. <laughs> if my words abide in you and you abide in me, God said, ask. Is that so? God invites his youngins to ask. I felt a gob of honey yeah. dripping down through the rafters of my soul. Mm. <laughs> but I got my key out, you know, and that's the door. Because I'd like it to go in. Get it one. Get one. Get a real one. Holy Spirit said, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And I walked into church that morning one o'clock. In our church, we had a little boy with bad, bad, misery comes. Bad, awful bad. Some of my more risque folks go and said, I think Reed is going to tell you folks to keep it home. Of me being a doctor, I'm going to shut your mouth. Yeah. Big pine chair, sit her down. 
Amen. And I said, that boy, if you want to drink the water, just kind of move it. If you want something about the fame, just kind of do like this. Folks, I've got a news for you. You better put the polish in that. That big fellow that drives that big car and that man that's got all that money in his hill. That may not be where your power is coming from. That may be out of that tar paper sack down the So when the Baptist, I'd shout all over this. Oh, you said, preacher. I pray on Sunday. Shame on you if you don't have a family at all. Huh? Some of you mamas, next mother does. When that little girl or boy starts singing with the rest of them, how sweet and happy seems those days of which I dream. When memory recalls them now and then, and with what rapture sweet my weary heart would be. If I could, they're going to remember, Mama, they've never heard you pray. They've heard you say, don't spill it on the rug. Why go be off you come in? They saw your ugly kipper. They've heard you scream and holler, but they've never heard you burn. Amen. They've never even caught you with a Bible in your hand. They've told you not to holler while the soap opera is on. They never saw you on your knees. Right. I'll be one of the greatest gifts my daddy gave me after he got saved. I'd watch him go down through the woods. I said I wanted one of my daddy to do. One evening I got up enough nerve past the day and I go leave. Chuck out that big old finger and said, Come on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he wore out a trail out in the woods. That's the hell I'm with him. He went down to the woods, went down across the end of the cornfield, down across the old creek on the rocks. Down the edge on the other side of the bank and back in the woods to put on a sweet gun bush. Yeah. <laughs> the weeds is all beat down around it. He said, boy, I, I, I ain't learning to pray with you. My dad is in the chair. Yeah. He said, boy, we're supposed to get down on our knees. And he forgot to tell me to close my eyes. And I was looking right at him when he said, our dear loving heavenly father. He never was able to buy me a bicycle. He never bought me no toys. But he gave me something right there in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm 54 now, and I drove back by that old house the other day. The old house is about to fall, and the trails drove up. When I closed my eyes and my mind's memory, I saw an old ex little ladder with an old boy.
Somebody ought to be ashamed to go prayer. You got that little tinker calling it prayer now, and you got to be pretty much looking like that boy. Why don't you pray? Pray you run out of homemade children. Yeah. 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 Some of you will go to bed tonight in a bed that God's given in a house that God's got the roof over your head with a little rosy cheek help the children. You'll pull cover up around as you warm your body that God give to you. You will do all of that and will have never prayed. I believe I'll just go ahead and preach. Some of you said, Preacher, when I get my tide, I pray. Shame on me. Amen. Shame on you, you just love like a Amen. Shame on you waiting till you're in a hospital and you stand over a baby. Why don't you pray, man? Son of you right now, you preachers are maybe about ready to resign. You've done everything you know to do except you said I'm discouraged, brother. Yes. You said they don't love me over the church, brother. Yes. You said I don't know what I'm with this, brother. Hey, I'm. Hey, I'm. I want them to come to me. I ain't through. Just be alive. You're worse than a bunch of niggers. You'll preach a man today. <laughs> I want to tell a story. I got a dear old colored friend up in Indianapolis. I got some of his tapes back there on the table. One of the most precious men I've ever met in my life. Old Dr. Reuben Fields, one of the most precious men I've ever met. Anytime they want to spend the night at my house, that black man can sleep on my white sheets. Anytime he wants to stick his feet under my table, that black man can sit down at my table. His life's clean, loves God like nobody I've ever saw in my life. While they play softly, I want to tell you a little story I heard him tell. Here's the picture. I can't tell you He said, there was a little girl and her mama was real sick. She had sat by her mama's bedside day and night trying to take care of her mama. Said one Sunday morning, your mama said, honey, you ain't been out of the house in such a long time. Why don't you go down the street to the church and hear the preacher? And the little thing got on his pretty dress hurried down the street to the church. She got to her mother. She walked in to sit down on the back too. The preacher said, if you need anything, just go to That's all she got to The little thing thought that he must have meant that she had to write a letter. Well, she got her piece of paper. Here, 
said I want to be, I know I need to build this back. Huh? Huh? Some of you preachers right now, God's being responsible. You're trying everything in the world before you come. I wonder if there's somebody here right now, preacher. I'm lost. I'd like for folks to pray for me. Would you raise your hand for me? Raise up your hand. Now, Father, tonight I feel like God you sent the message to us. I feel like God you dealt with us. And I pray tonight when they give the invitation, please have said affirmatively that you dealt with them about their prayer life. Some of God are ashamed of them. I pray they'll get on their knees tonight. And say, oh God, forgive me for my shadows, for my haphazardness. God get their lives squared away. Have your way tonight in the invitation. And may everyone come that needs to be.
Let me ask you a question. You said, Preacher, it's awful late. We didn't leave here last night till 11 o'clock. But it may be later than you think it is. What if you had to rush your little girl, like Brother Blue is talking about tonight, and you had to rush that little girl, that little boy, mom or daddy, and you had to rush him to the hospital, and that red light was in front of your car, but you couldn't pray. You couldn't pray. What if the doctor walked out and said, I've experienced that. That's the most helpless feeling in all the world. When that doctor doesn't open his mouth, he just nods his head no. And I'm glad, thank God, during that time that I experienced that. And I knew one that wouldn't just nod his head. I knew one that regardless what happened, he knew. What if you had to pray for somebody? What if somebody called you on the phone tonight and said, Mother, would you pray for me? You had to say, I'm, I can't. Brother Ed, I never heard my mother pray. Never heard my mother pray. Never, never heard her say, oh, God, save you. Oh, God, save him. Brother Cape, I thank God that every once in a while I'll start going in the house, way back down in the back room. I'll hear a noise that I can't even tell what it is. And I may say, Sis, what is that? She said, it's Mama praying. One day I couldn't help it. I just sneaked up to the door. Real quiet. And I heard her say, Oh God. Bless Jeep and help him to preach. Lord, help him don't ever compromise. Now listen, can your wife pray for you? Can you pray for your wife? Can you pray for your kids? You know why God's had us praying around the clock for two weeks, getting ready for this. I believe there's somebody, I know there's somebody here tonight that you couldn't pray for when your loved ones. If you just called on to right now. Mom, I wonder. Have they ever known that you was off balled up in a little old wad somewhere? crying out to God in their behalf. Have they ever heard that? Daddy, have they ever heard you pray? Has your kids ever wanted to go with you? Sing them in the verse, brother. I'm going to get right with the Lord one of these days. I'm going to get right with God. I'm going to get saved one of these days. I'm really going to get right with the Lord. The Bible said there's coming a time that God will laugh at your calamity. And the Bible said there's coming a time that God will mock you. And can you imagine, can you imagine crying out to God and, and saying, Oh, God, save me! God, save me! Can you imagine God saying, Oh, God, save me! 